0: the youth worker collective podcast we have your back with everything from games lessons and coaching Youthworkercollective.com. collective.com
1: welcome to the youth worker collective podcast i am jeremy seal and i'm here with uh, three fantastic youth workers and we're going to be talking today about some christmas ideas but before we do would you uh, introduce yourselves we'll, we'll start with you amy
0: I'm Amy Shreve. I work for the Illinois Great Rivers Conference with higher ed.
2: Neil. I am Neil Bose from Jesse Lee Church in Richfield, Connecticut. I'm the director of youth ministry there, and I do some consulting work for the New York Annual Conference. Uh, Lee.
3: Um, I'm Lee Barnes. I'm with the North Carolina Conference, not a Methodist Church, and I get to train youth workers across our conference. All
1: right, so uh, we'll start with you, Neil. Fun Christmas idea.
2: Well, I, I tell you, our uh, our high school youth group likes to get together and have a lock-in uh, right before Christmas. Um, I like I like the Christmas time because at that point the group has has really kind of come together. They've kind of found their identity. the The bonds are there. Uh, they're humming along, you know. So when they do a Secret Santa, it's, it's meaningful to them, you know. And uh, so sometimes we um, sometimes as part of the lock-in, we we do uh, an outreach project as well. Uh, last year we made some encore health kits mm-hmm. uh, that night at the lock-in. And, you know, there's always some games and um, our midnight devotions in our chapel. That's really kind of a special time for them, too. So um, it's really kind of a really kind of a neat thing. The uh, the lock-ins are pretty I think they're pretty successful. I think they're a good tool.
1: Right. Well, I th- there's part of me that just wants to say, get thee behind me, Satan. So, is this
2: about the secret Santa? Is that what, what is that?
1: <laughs> no, I'm totally down with us doing Santa Claus. It's the lock-in thing. So you're 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 advocating you're advocating the lock-in torture. Uh, I, I'm curious, Lee, Amy, do you guys do lock-ins?
0: I found my best lock-ins were when we had a service project in the morning and uh-huh. the kids all slept. Uh-huh. So they would. You just let them stay up until one, and then they would all go to sleep, and it was great. And they, they would all
1: about. go to sleep. That was an interesting sentence. Can you tell us more about that?
0: <laughs> well, I thought they all were asleep as I said that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lee, what about you? Where's the lock-ins?
3: i I've not personally done lock-ins in a long time. Uh, when I have done them, I spend it, like I said, I'm with, with the service project aspect of time along of something with like a 30-hour famine or with another project you do yourself to where there's a large service component, and then they work into doing stuff. But by the time you get them, they're really, really tired. Right. And they hopefully do sleep, but also run companion experiences like um, like, a, like a, a, a prayer maze all night long that they can move through yeah, okay. where there are other, other constructive options that you can go through with that.
1: Now with your prayer maze, are you, is this just one on the floor? Is this one with the full walls so there's can be full-on make-out locations in the maze?
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is one in the gym with leaders watching on the floor. You have the sentry posted to making sure things are done. We can't even get into the leader casualty that comes from lock-ins. Oh, so. my.
1: Yeah, we, my my uh, one of my vol- the youth leaders when I was growing up, um, she had a thing that she would tell us, you know, as a kind of cautionary statement that nothing good happens, uh, between you know after one in the morning. If you find yourself out, you're probably up to no good, and I think that that's a hundred percent true with lock-ins too. Like, <laughs> well, uh- well, I
2: think uh, I think some of it is um is is. You know uh, the planning that's going into it, and right. also the expectations that you set. Like you know, we we have we have events that are designated to reach out into the community and right. and bring friends in and and do that. Our lock-in is not that. Our lock-in is for the kids who are active in youth groups. So hmm. you know the adults know if anybody happens to be dating anybody or or what's going on there. You know we know if there's something we have to uh watch out for in particular and so it really cuts down on the unpleasant surprises that way right um right. and uh you know i i think if you're gonna have a lock-in you're gonna open it wide up to everybody i think you're gonna have a, a very successful event as far as numbers right um but i also think that you're you're asking for a whole lot of other uh, of other issues and and so maybe the energy on that sort of an event is is better for a, a different type of event yeah um but I mean, we, there are expectations too. I mean, the kids like to have the lock-in so, you know, the expectation is that there's a difference between a lock-in and an all nighter.
3: Right.
2: Uh, and we, we, we set that expectation. So we, uh, we wind down the time with, with midnight devotions in the chapel,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, which I usually plan to go about a half an hour and they've gone as long as two before because people start to open up and, and talk and share things and whatever. Uh, but then, you know, we moved them back into the, the large room and the girls are over there on that side and the guys are over there on that side and we put on a movie quietly and it's the lamest movie I can possibly find in Redbox or whatever, you know, because uh, they're not going to be interested in it and drift off to sleep. I mean, but again, that's just, that's the expectations that we set.
1: Yep. Yeah, when we, when I uh, did Lock-Ins, um, I I would, the very beginning, have... High sugar, high caffeine, um, like right mm-hmm. oh, right at the very beginning so that it kind of, I could tick off a certain number of hours and ensure a crash, right? Like, because yeah. <laughs> we do it right at the beginning, then we remove it and it was ice water the rest of the night. <laughs> uh yeah. Okay. So that, 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 that we kind of got off on our on a interesting discussion about uh, the lock-ins, but uh, what's a, a couple of more uh, Christmas ideas? Anybody have something interesting uh, to offer, uh, Lee?
3: I think it's a great opportunity to open up times for service, mm-hmm. where where you're serving in homes, maybe with shut-ins or with food pantries or any other way, because you have a lot of kids with a lot of time out of school and time on their hands throughout the day. Yeah. So you can schedule leaders to do, or you can be, not to do, everyone has to show up for an all day event, but you could do a morning service project, afternoon service project, evening service project. Mm-hmm. And that way you have everybody's time frame covered and you can identify people that, you know, people may just want to go work in the food pantry or people may just want to go serve in a nursing home and identify folks that want to do work and one that want to do relational ministry. And right. there's so many opportunities to open up at Christmas time for that.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's a hundred percent. Amy?
0: We used to have um, great street windows at our church. And so one night, we would have the youth paint them in nativity scenes. Cool. Uh, so we would have those up for, for Advent. And it was really fun to hear like the kids telling the advents of the nativity story as they were painting and the creativity. Um, some of them didn't get to do art very often. So it was a really neat way to kind of share the story with the, the church neighbors as well.
1: Yeah. That's really cool. You know, for me, I always try to have a moment um, to talk about uh, what's going to happen on Christmas morning. And uh, you know, th- the reality is um cause of their their brains uh, <laughs> not uh, not being completely functional uh, during uh, the teenage times and kind of kind of being redeveloped, one of the things that they don't they have a hard time doing is forecasting, right? And that's why uh, you know they they sometimes don't know why they did something, right? They didn't think ahead, right? When, when we ask them what were they thinking, they say, uh, I don't know. Um, but I think that sometimes happens, um, with, uh, with faith and especially on Christmas morning, um, Christmas morning can just be its own thing. And, uh, with people kind of opening all these presents and and being what it is in, in, in most or many homes in America. Um, but I find that if we will take a moment to help them, uh, forecast like go into that moment before that moment gets there and think about it critically um think about it spiritually it it can take christmas morning and make it into something a little bit more spiritual um than uh than just opening presents one of the things that i've done to help them do that is i'll um I'll tell a story about a, a Christmas gift that I got, and then I'll have um, I'll, I'll have them kind of close their eyes, and I just I want them to imagine their house on Christmas morning, right? Imagine the the trees, and how, where how you're walking down the hallway, the whole just kind of visualizing what's going to happen on Christmas morning, and then um, opening this one present and uh, whatever it is that they thought was they were going to get that, that they, they know it, it's the one thing, right. And then I want them to say out loud, Jesus is a better gift than this. And then we'll do that again with another thing that they think they might get. And so imagine opening it and then say, Jesus is a better gift than that. And, and we do that over and over again. And I, it, on more than one occasion, I've had, uh, students come and say, you know, the next week, Um, you know, that really helped me. Like I, I actually started thinking about Jesus when I was opening my Christmas presents, which, which I thought is such a novel idea, (laughs) thinking about Jesus on Christmas morning. Um, but yeah, so, uh, those are some great ideas. Thank you so much. Um, even, even lock-ins can be used uh, for Jesus in Christmas time. Thank you guys so much. You know, when you get online uh, to do your work, we don't want you to feel like you're, you're having to do it all by yourself. Uh, we want you to know that we've got your back with um, great games and lessons and ideas and coaching. Uh, you can find all that at youthworkercollective.com. And you can find more podcasts like this one at youthworkercollective.com slash podcast.